Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Mike Tomlin, Steelers now 2-4 and four after the 1-4 and four start. That's what happens when you win the game, and they did on Sunday. And I said it on the pregame show, Colin, that Mike Tomlin leaves a lot to be desired when it comes to postseason success. He leaves a lot to be desired when you consider his clock management, his inability to win challenges. There are a lot of things Mike Tomlin's not great at. But the one thing he is... He never loses a team. I think he's a tremendous leader, and I think he can rally the troops. The last four times the Steelers have lost by 20 or more points, next week they've won the game. Uh, we've seen the Steelers start 2-6 and six before and finish 8-8. Eight and eight. We saw him 0-3 and 1-4 and and with Duck Hodges. So for all of the things that Mike Tomlin doesn't do well, I will say, after a bad start, there's not a lot of motivators in the league I'd rather have than Mike Tomlin. Well, you say he doesn't lose a team, and I agree with you. And evidence could be that story that came out today. Let's say it's 100% true. And let's say there was a borderline fistfighter uh, dust-up in the locker room. You have a guy who is your big money receiver you decided, or at least middle money receiver that you gave money to. You have the guy in which you decided to play a quarterback because you thought you needed that veteran guy the first few games of the season. And caught in the vortex of all this is the rookie that everybody knows all your hopes and dreams are built on. And let's have this scene unfold in the Steelers' locker room. One guy steps to another. The other guy says, whatever, shut your mouth. You drop the ball. And the other guy's just standing there going, wow, this might be my chance. To be able to handle those three (laughs) dynamics is unbelievable if you really think about it. And to not be able to tell the guy running the clock, hey, put like five more minutes on the clock. Because if you really think about and then they had to just come out. They kind of came out pretty hot in that second half against the Jets, or at least with an expeditious way in which they had it. They went for it on a sneak on fourth down. The stadium was wild. So use that as a microcosm of of his personnel management, and I think it's really good. You outline the things he needs to get better at, but he never has people just totally go blank on him. Case in point, one more thing, is you he might need Mason Rudolph this week. And that guy very easily could have gone in the jar and gone in the tank and said, F this. 
uh, yeah, I want to, and this guy's publicly as close to saying that he wanted traded as as he did in the in the um, in training camp. But we all know he, his agent wanted him traded if they could find the right trade partner. He's on board. He's ready to go, and he doesn't. He could have forced his way out and said, "I'll just go be the backup somewhere else." Lateral move. Yeah, it's a great point. And Mike Tomlin, he could have said that he did not consider putting Mitch Trubisky in against the Buffalo Bills because you could try to pump up your future franchise quarterback and Kenny Pickett say, no, we're going with Kenny, 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 Kenny. No, Mike Tomlin said, yeah, we consider playing Mitch Trubisky in this game. And the more I think about it, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But if he didn't and he said he did, you're pumping the tires of Mitch. And if he did and he said he did, well, he's still pumping the tires of Mitch. So he had Trubisky believing in himself coming into this game. He hasn't lost Mason Rudolph. And I thought there was a brewing feud between the offense and the offensive coordinator early, which still might be going on. And at least early in the season, I thought the defense in the offense could have been at odds because of the defense wearing down and the offense doing absolutely nothing. And so the team's right here. And the more I think about Mike Tomlin, man, We've talked about the postseason failures, and they are right. real. That is legit. You cannot, I think, sweep any of that under the rug. But Mike Tomlin is a wonderful regular season coach. I mean, there is something to be said. Look, listen, he's got to own a one and four start too, right? When you start two and six, when you start zero and three, you got to own that too. But there is something to be said. Bad starts, be damned. We're gonna be there at the end, and yeah. I can't believe they might be there at the bye week. The way this thing started was looking early. I'm with you. I do think, though, of all the qualities and all the parts of his job as a football coach, the thing he does worst is coach football at this point. Mm. You know, all the other stuff is probably his strong suit. The in-game stuff is really – it's it's at times almost insurmountable. The and end I, of the first half was dreadful on Sunday. I'm just surprised he – I'm not surprised he hasn't gotten better. I, I, because people are set in their ways, people are what they are, and people maybe from a, a way that they look at the game, that's their decision-making process. I am stunned he hasn't had a steadfast lieutenant starting about a decade ago. Even somebody that wasn't going to rise through the ranks or somebody that wasn't going to try to be an assistant coach, just a an old standby bench coach, if you will, that says – it, 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 maybe it's hubris, maybe it's being too prideful. Just hey, help me out here. Like I, I need a hand at this situation and this situation. A consultant, you know, Denver, they're in a disarray with this scrub coach, right? But that guy two weeks in was like, I, I gotta, I gotta handle this better. And in Nathaniel Hackett hired somebody to help him out. Just yep. do that. I, yeah, and I think most guys are afraid that it's going to look bad. And Hackett said, "Listen, I, I I am man enough to admit when I need a little something, something here." Bill Belichick had that creepy guy with the hood that they locked up downstairs for a decade and a half. Uh, I don't know that he helped in game, but he certainly helped analytically leading up to the game, which helps you make decisions in game. It's always been lacking for Tomlin, and I think we'd be ridiculous if we said it was going to get any better at this point. It's not going to get any better at this point because he is who he is. That much we know. Coming up next, is this a revenge game? Mm, I'll explain. 